Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. Did you know that, that really by law, law firms cannot be owned by anyone other than attorneys? Now, we often think of successful law firms, whether they feature you know, maybe just a couple of attorneys um, or are those among the big law entities with hundreds or even thousands of practicing lawyers. We, we think of those as being successful businesses. Um, reality is that's not always the case. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and on today's podcast, we're going to welcome back attorney Carrie Lavelle. Um, we've had numerous discussions with Carrie in the past on a number of topics, but today we're set to learn about a new practice group, a new initiative being launched at Lavelle Law that will focus exclusively on helping other law firms uh, to learn how to operate more efficiently and more profitably and uh, maybe address some issues for, for law firms that are just not successful businesses. So a lot to cover. Uh, Carrie, welcome back. Great to talk to you again. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me, and uh, it is a great topic and one that I'm passionate about. I could talk about it at, at length and days and weeks. I love it. Well, you've written about it quite a bit. You've been a speaker at uh, bar association meetings, uh, both in the Chicago area and across the country, and as you say, this is a topic that uh, means a lot to you based on your background. Let's let's start at the beginning. Um, you know, despite that image we may have as attorneys as being, you know, rightly so, well-educated, uh, you know, tough-focused men and women, the fact is that they can be great attorneys, but maybe not necessarily so much uh, great business people. Is, you know, is that what you see? Are there issues that really need to be addressed on the business side in a lot of law firms? Yeah, it's kind of funny because uh, lawyers uh, all many times are being brought into small businesses as business advisors. They're literally being asked questions on uh, helping with a business, but really those questions are uh, go to the legal aspects of running a business, not necessarily the day-to-day aspects of running the business. And uh, what we have found time and time again, you know, really bright people come out of law school that have uh, undergrad majors in English and political science, and uh, that are poised to be really great lawyers because. A lawyer conveys their um, their art and craft by the written and spoken word, and uh, those those students coming out of undergrad and law school are very poised to do that very well. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty of running their law practices, many of them have never had a business class in their life or any business exposure. So we're we're here to fill that gap and try to uh, help and assist those small practices and even medium-sized practices. They they have grown sometimes just by uh, the fate of having some great clients, but uh, there comes a time when you have to have some business efficiencies, and that's what we're here for. We, we lose, yeah, we lose track of the fact that um, uh, these firms they, op- they they face the same business issues that uh, any retailer or shop or any other service business faces. It it's the same kind of things that that we would all face that maybe they're not prepared for, right? Right. I mean, everything from HR issues to cash flow issues, billing issues, 
internal issues of workflow, best practices. Uh, these are all things and all words that are interchangeable, whether you have a manufacturing business or a retail business, but it also is true in a professional service business, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, insurance person, uh, financial planner. Uh, lawyers just are held to a very high standard of being able to have all the answers, but the truth of the matter is they're just uh, not trained in the day-to-day -day of uh, running a business. Give them a difficult problem, give an attorney a difficult problem, and they can research it and find the answer to it. But um, the day-to-day -day running of a practice is, is uh, a law practice is very different. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that uh, we, we just see time and time again, people making some of the same mistakes and having the same struggles on an ongoing basis. So you, you've spent several decades running and growing and developing a very successful firm. You have uh, you know firsthand experience in this. Now you're spinning off this uh, Lavelle Consulting as a as a additional service that comes from Lavelle Law. Uh, tell me about your approach. What what is it that you think you can do here to help and assist law firms in solving those business issues? Right. Well, the uh, Lavelle Consulting is just being rolled out as a as an arm of Lavelle Law to be able to go out and help uh, small uh, and medium sized law firms. So what we'd like to do is do a uh, sort of an overview of the entire firm with a series of um, interviews, some questionnaires. We gather data. We'll talk to the partners. We'll talk to the associates when necessary. We'll talk to the um, office manager and any other uh, uh, assistants and uh, put all that data together and come up with a report of where the firm uh, strengths are, weaknesses are, opportunities for improvement, opportunities for growth, opportunities for better cash flow, for better, uh, better uh, bottom line numbers to bring more profit to the firm where everybody thrives. So that's our first step is, uh, is sort of a full firm operations audit, and we uh, prepare a report on that. And in, in terms of that audit, um, you know, do you have to sell yourself here? Does an attorney say, look, I don't, I don't want you coming in and looking over my shoulder, but how much of what you do is observation and how much of it is going through the books and how much is what you just mentioned, some of those one-on-one -on -one interviews, a combination of all those things? Well, it is a combination, and, and, and we want to dig as deep as the uh, the partners in the firm would allow us to d dig. Uh, you know, as a lawyer, the first thing a lawyer says when he goes and takes a, he or she takes on a new case is saying, "Tell me the truth. I need to know everything." all the bad stuff, give me the good stuff, tell me everything you can about the case, hold back nothing. And similarly, for us to really prepare a really good definitive uh, report, we, we want to see it all. We want to see all the bumps and bruises on the, on the company. We want to see everything the firm does well and what the firm struggles with. And um, I don't think anybody, um, successful uh, firms included, uh, would step into this process and say, hey, we do everything great. We do everything. Well, if you do everything great, then you probably don't need to be speaking to Lavelle Consulting. Everybody has regular challenges, and they cycle in and they cycle out. And um, they could cycle out and they could be solved. But we're here to say, hey, we're going to look at you objectively from the outside. We are not inside working in the business. We are working 
on it to try to help improve it for you. And I think having a very objective view and approach to reviewing the operations of the law firm put us in a uniquely uh, good position to objectively review the business operation. Let's, let's talk about a couple of those uh, areas specifically. I, you know, first of all, I, I imagine there's two critical pieces to keeping keeping a law firm in good financial standing. Uh, one is getting clients, and then the second is having those clients actually pay their bills. Um, right. Individually, right. as we look at those, you know, not not all lawyers are good at selling their services. Uh, are there things you can do to help a firm with their marketing or lead generation systems to keep the pipeline full? Yep. The uh, the entire cash flow waterfall starts with new clients and more work. So if we take a look at developing a lead generation system and install certain disciplines that everyone lives by, the leads will come in. The leads will absolutely come in. And it touches on all of the, the ways of bringing in business. It talks about social media. We talk about going out there and shaking hands and meeting people and getting out from behind your desk. You're never going to generate any business at all sitting behind a desk uh, all waking hours of your life. It ta- we talk about getting out there, spending money a smart way in terms of branding and getting uh, your name out there. So if if we can solve any problem, it's about building a lead generation system to bring new clients into the firm. New clients means new money, new income, and that solves a lot of problems. And, and to go back to the other point, then, as odd as it sounds, you know, I assume law firms are like everyone else. They, they face accounts receivable issues. How do you attack those? Right. Well, there's a whole process for minimizing receivables. You can't pay the electric bill and you can't pay uh, your employees on receivables. You pay them with cash. You pay those bills with cash. And uh, there are disciplines that go into place about when to get the bills out, when to call clients, what your retainer letter should say in terms of when the clients uh, should pay. But if the lawyers are not anxious about getting paid and they wait 60, 90, 120 days before they pick up the phone to call the client on payment, then the client is basically training the attorney not to be in a rush about payment. And if they're training your attorneys not to be uh, working on getting their money in, they won't pay on time. They won't pay on time. So these are disciplines that have to be generated over time. I'm, uh, I'm talking with Attorney Kerry Lavelle today, and he's uh, sharing with us some of the services offered by the recently launched Lavelle Consulting. Uh, Kerry's been practicing law and, and running a successful firm, as I said, for over 25 years. And you may recall uh, from past conversations, he, he is the author of The Business Guide to Law, Creating and Operating a Successful Law Firm, an, an outstanding textbook on, on law practice management that's been published by the American Bar Association. Um, get more on Kerry's background and the consulting group by visiting lavelle-consulting.com. Uh, we'll try and provide some more details uh, before we go again today on that. But, Kerry, one of the things I, as I look at some of the materials and, and see what's happening here with Lavelle Consulting, I see the term governance come up. Can you tell me how governance fits into what you do and what that means to a law firm? Sure. Um, so many law firms are uh, just governed by the um, 
uh, founding partner and uh, whatever he or she says, that's what we do. But um, truly, to, to create the right kind of business, you have to have a more formalized system of management. And although the founding partner might be the managing partner in, in the firm, he or she should not necessarily take on the weight of managing all the various components of uh, running the law firm. And um, so really the governance, governance of the law firm uh, and, a, and a small, medium-sized firm has to do with how those activities are interwoven among the management group and that everybody has some responsibility in uh, growing the firm. And I'll, I'll say one more thing, Jim, that um, a lot of these uh, law firm consultants uh, kind of talk in very lofty, idealistic terms of what you need to do better. Uh, Lavelle Consulting, and uh, in in the book is included, with, uh, or, or the book includes these kind of suggestions. We're talking about specific, specific things to do when you get up and you start working in the in the office in the morning. This isn't just pie in the sky idealistic ways of operating. We're talking about specific disciplines that have to be followed in order to be successful. Um, I want to emphasize that because I've been to plenty of seminars where the speakers have just kind of talked about lofty goals and um, how we mm -hmm. should be conducting ourselves in general ways. We're talking about a very specific program here that will change the, the absolute directory of um, um, uh, of these firms as you continue to grow. And if you're stumbling along in a, in a small or medium-sized firm and you need to turn it around, uh, there are specific things that need to be done, and it can be, it can be accomplished. Um, I know we're going to have to have you back because I've got a bunch of topics to talk about, and we're close to being out of time. We've got about two minutes left, so we'll, we'll schedule future conversations. But let's look at you know, another way to make a business or a law firm uh, grow, and that would be through merging or purchasing a, a, another smaller or equal-sized firm. Can you assist with that uh, merger and acquisition process? Sure, we absolutely can. I mean, a lot of a lot of the reasons uh, sometimes these uh, these uh, uh, mergers of uh, smaller firms don't happen is because of the personalities involved and having a sort of a, 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 a go-between person to help put that thing in perspective, to work out the financials uh, where the two firms are on equal footing, uh, at least in the merged firm uh, that makes sense, uh, going through the cultural issues between the two firms and the differences between them. Um, yeah, I, I think a third-party intermediary is very important in that process, and uh, I, I, I don't know how it can get done any other way. Uh, sure, we can be delighted to help on that and kind of weigh in and uh, help with that process. I think that's a topic we may dig into a little bit further in a future discussion with uh, Attorney Carrie Lavelle. We also want to talk about uh, attorneys who uh, who do spend their careers building a firm and then uh, moving on and taking a look at some of their succession options and uh, some of the other operational issues. So we're going to invite Carrie back in the near future to talk to us. I want to thank him for being with us today. Uh, once again, Lavelle-Consulting is the website you want to take a look at to get an update from uh, uh, what Kerry Lavelle and his uh, peers are doing now with the new consulting initiative. We'll look forward to talking to him again uh, not too far down the road. Uh, any immediate questions, you can reach them at 847-705-7555. And once again, Lavelle-Consulting. And uh, certainly look forward to future conversations. And thanks so much for being with us today.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. 